Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hello and welcome to You Beauty, the daily podcast for your face. I'm Lee Campbell. And I'm Erin Doherty. So Erin and I usually join you for beauty news, but we're popping in on a Thursday as part of our December shakeup with a slight twist because we're breaking down for you a highly requested topic, our 2023 beauty trend predictions. We did that two years ago. What else? They're showing a lot of florals right now, so I was thinking I could Florals for spring. Groundbreaking. I am so excited for this. Ooh. I've been waiting for this for a while. Have you? Now, now, a little look, bit of a shake-up. Erin and I don't have crystal balls. We don't know exactly what's going to happen next year in beauty, but, you know. Could be you, wrong. Exactly. You get products across your desk, you do research, and you kind of have a feel. So we've got three trends each that we've both identified. So, Erin, start me with your first. Okay. My trend that I think is going to be a big thing next year is short nails over long nails. Yes. This is because Pinterest had like, they listed their predictions and they said that maximalist beauty is over. Okay. It's now, less is definitely more. And they had said that those long coffin shaped nails, people are going to start trading them in for those kind of like short French manis. Yes. And it's so good for me because I never get my nails done. And I always wonder how the Kardashians get anything done with those long nails. It looks so difficult. I think it's just good because obviously like it just shows that you don't have to spend a whole heap of money. There's also press on nails. I think they're going to have a big moment next year. Oh my gosh, I could not agree more with that. Talking about the Kardashians, Kim Kardashian said, I think it was in an Allure interview Mm. recently, that she actually uses press on nails over getting Yes, and she's gone short and square, whereas it's like Chloe that has those like claws. Those little claw ones, I know. They're excessive. So Kim uses a press on. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So she said in a recent interview that she actually doesn't really get manis because it's, she said she's got no time. Yes. So she uses the press on nails. And I've actually noticed there's been so many brands within like even the last like couple of months mm. that have launched press on. Agreed. And they're so good. Charlie oh, in the Charlie office. Charlie in the office. She's raving about them. Everyone's like, did you get your nails done? She's got these beautiful chrome ones. Yeah. I've used them ones. quite a lot. They're fantastic. They're so much better than they were, you know, 10, 15 years ago. They look so real. They don't they damage your so nails. Good. They... And long nails are so hard to upkeep. Agreed. I find them and just And I just think of all the germs underneath. But I, hey, I if you like long lot. nails, you do you. If you love them, go for it. But like, good news for <laughs> us who just clip their nails and can't be bothered. <laughs> My first trend prediction is ingestible and injectable beauty. So not brand new, but I predict further down the line in the next five to 10 years, the majority of beauty will either be ingested or injected. So topical products, you know, creams, serums will always have their place. But we've seen this year a huge boost in collagen ingestibles, supplements and ingestibles for hair loss, for acne, for pigmentation and radiance. And so that's stuff that you take and it works from the inside out. But then on the injectable front, or when I say injectable, the use of needles, right? So obviously fillers and anti-wrinkle injections aren't anything new. Needling really had a moment this year that just Mm. got, you know, more and more talked about. RF microneedling is what I like, which is like microneedling with light. 
PRP, using your own sort of blood to use your plasma in your skin. And then with the launch of Perfilo, which is an injectable that finally launched in Australia after being in the UK for four years, and it's won that many awards. And it's basically what they call injectable skincare. So it's like hyaluronic acid injected at five points into the skin and it spreads out under the skin like honey and it kind of does what your skincare does but from the inside. So I really think as science develops, like I said, topical will have its place, but if you can put it in with a needle and people are scared of needles or put it in your tummy and it does something, I think that's probably going to be a really big trend in next year but also in In the the years to come. That's yep. such a good one, especially with the collagen. Like that's just like well, everywhere right it. now. And you know, it's longer lasting, but it's obviously expensive. And you know, you need yep. to get over that mental barrier of having injections and stuff like that. But I just think watch this space because I think it's going to be big. Oh, exciting! That's a good one. Okay, so my second one I've talked about before, but natural lashes over those heavy eyelash extensions. I think this is the first year that I've gone without any eyelash extensions. I'm proud I used of to, you. Thank you very much. I used to get them like every event, every wedding. Mm -hmm. I'd always get like a fresh set. Mm -hmm. The last time I got them was Christmas last year. It's not just me though. I've seen like a few (laughs) articles going around calling out the death of the lash extension. I think it's once again going into that like maximalist beauty vibe and just kind of like less is more, that whole natural natural look. I think taking its place is lash care. There's so many different agreed so many serums, different lash, serums lash conditioners, there, right? There's so much of that out there mm. right now, and that kind of wispy, more natural look. People are going back to their eyelash curlers. Yes, I went away from my eyelash curler oh for ages. God. Now I'm back on board. I could I'm, not live without. Couldn't my live without her now. I could not agree more. I think that's. So, so true. And so many people in my life that used to get extensions don't anymore. Exactly. I feel like some of them can, I mean, it depends where you go and all that kind of stuff and what kind of look you like. But But even I think if you're getting it, you're getting that very natural flutter rather than that big, heavy kind of, you know. Yeah, exactly. Even if it's just, you know, the little cat eye bits on the outside. Yeah. So yeah, not only good for your bank account, but obviously the health of your lashes too. Absolutely. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. All right, my next one is the return of multi-ingredient and multi-concern targeting skincare. So the last few years, we really saw the rise of single-ingredient products. You know, you had a niacinamide serum, you had a hyaluronic acid serum, you had vitamin C serum, retinol serum. It was so great for education because I think for the first time in years, people understood what each individual ingredient did. However, people's routines blew out. People had seven serums and they were like, where the hell do these go? What order? And then I guess if you're trying to guess yourself, you don't know that some ingredients can't interact with the others or they cancel each other out or you get irritation. So I've noticed at the end of this year and certainly what I'm seeing launching early next year is that that'll still be around, but people are over the guessing. They Mm. just want a couple of products that have the best ingredients combined for their concern or several concerns and they're formulated in one bottle and then your routine is much more simple. You know, you've got one serum that does it all or maybe two serums, you know, morning and night. 
routine's getting simpler again. I think yes. they've got really complicated when we were in lockdown and yes. we just were like, the world is ending, let's focus on our skin. But as you know, things return to normal, people are busy. They're like, what, where do I fit this in? You know, I don't have time, blah, blah, blah. So I think we're going to go back to products that do multiple things in terms of skincare with multiple ingredients in there, formulated together, work together, and our bank accounts will be happier because the serum might be expensive, but you don't have seven in your routine. We love to see it. And also your skin barrier is not going to fall off. Correct. So Correct. Okay, so What's mine, your last my one? number three, so I'm calling this one, Ooh. side parts are going to make a comeback <gasps> next year. We're both sitting here with a center part. I know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we're waiting for it, but it's going to happen. Okay. So obviously they've kind of had the whole thing that kind of like chuggy, like, you know. Yeah, millennial. Lame. They said older millennial <laughs> like, women whatever they side talk, part. Yeah, whatever they call us. But then, you know, you've got everyone from like Kim Kardashian to Zendaya and Megan Fox. They've all kind of like jumped back on board with that deep side part and they're making it feel cool like again. way more cool and mm. wearable and current as well as all of the other Y2 trends that are obviously coming back with mm. makeup and beauty, side parting will officially be back and forth I'm okay next year. with that. I rarely do it, but when I do, my husband's like, oh, your hair, you need Looks to, so like, good. and it can make it really look full and you put this small side behind your ear and, yeah. I'm so gonna... versatile. That's the thing. It you can is. wear it so many different ways. And also my little trick, because I'm so grey, but my centre part goes really grey first. So yep. if I'm waiting to get my colour done or my roots done, I do a side part and you can't see as much grey. Oh, there mm. you go. Hot tip. Okay, what's yours? What's yours? All right. My last one is the rise of semi-permanent beauty. So we talked about simplifying our routines with multi-ingredient products. I think people are trying to simplify their routines by getting things done that will last longer. So brow tattooing, nothing new, but still very popular. Lip blushing is on the rise. This guy knows about <laughs> lip blushing. You may have heard I had my lip color tattooed on. So now I just wear a clear balm every day and that's it. Looks so good. Thank you. I'm really happy with it. Liner tattoo is very popular. And I think eyeliner tattoo a couple of years ago had a bad rap. It, yes. You know, faded bad. Mm. It was very obvious. But what I'm seeing now, it's just the faintest line or stippling on your lash line just to make your roots of your lashes look thicker. You can get a tiny wing if you want. But it's not like you've got a full face of makeup on. It's just kind of emphasizing what you've got. Yeah, very subtle. I've even seen, and cautious here, I don't think I'd have it, under eye tattooing for dark circles. So they use like a flesh-colored yeah. tattoo to, you know, conceal your dark circles. I haven't seen it done well in Australia yet, but I'll keep my eye out. Brow transplants. Remember how Chrissy Teigen Chrissy got a brow Teigen. transplant? Yeah, that was a whole thing. Even at-home laminating kits for laminating your eyebrows, you know, or you get that done in salon. So I think people just want to get up and go more. They want to be like, right, I'm up. I've got my one serum instead of my seven serums and my lipstick's already tattooed or my brows are tattooed or laminated and I can just do SPF or blush or whatever and off I go. So I think semi-permanent, you know, in salon, but also at home. You know, I used the really great Rimmel brow tint that lasts yeah, a couple of days. Last, yeah, Loved it. Used it the other day. There's seriously nothing better than getting up and having just one less thing to do. When I get my brows tinted or anything Agreed. like that, I'm just like, oh my gosh, so that's I feel just so one put together. Thing. Absolutely. <laughs> so I think that again, as we get busier, we've come out of COVID, people just want stuff that's going to last. Yeah. There we go. I'm well, excited to see if these are going to happen. Yeah, we'll have to check in at the end of next year and see if we were right. Yeah, read through our list again. Thanks for listening to today's episode and check us out on Instagram. Our handle is at youbeautypodcast. With unlimited access to world-class podcasts, stories, videos and events for women, subscribe to Mamma Mia and feel seen and heard like never before. This episode was produced by Michaela Floriano with audio production by Leah Porges.
Tomorrow, we'll be back with another surprise episode. It will be our last of the year before we go on break. We'll see you then. See you then.